You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Uh, welcome to Sports Day Tuesday night. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews coming to you from the Sports Day studio. And, of course, another day. And Brandon Smith in the news again apologising. Sorry, but not sorry. Uh, released today, signed by the Cheese. We'll get to that in just a moment. Hello, Scotty Sattler. Hello, Woogie, and also listeners. Looking forward to actually our chat with um, St. George of the Warriors, Dragons coach in, in Anthony Griffin. You just He's a good st- man. Stole my thunder. That's what I do. I, I hook that stuff. Okay. I hook and tease. Is that pardon the, the pun? Hook, hook and tease. I like that nickname. Hook. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, uh, tonight big game between the Matildas and the USA. Second game in Newcastle. Yes, it is. I'm doing your job for you because oh, you, you don't do it doing. well. Well, we're going to talk to Adam Peacock uh, uh, around that. Well, he's he's from boring. Saturday. So you can announce him. All right, Saturday yeah. Mowers Club. But, uh, it'd be interesting to talk about that because last time. Last time we had Peacock on, he predicted the Matildas to, I think it was a draw or 2-0, two 2-0, nil, two nil, something like that. Got it spot on. Mm. So I'm going to get a, remember, gamble responsibly, going to get a tip from Peacock on that game. So plus there's some other soccer slash football news around the world at the moment. So I just want to uh, pick his brain on. Uh, what else? Chris Nelson uh, with a Racing Queensland update uh, on the way as well. Hey, I was watching um, Fox Cricket this morning. So I shot you a text so I wouldn't forget to mention this. And they're showing classic Ashes battles. Mm-hmm. And I think this one was about, it was 1983. I remember saying to the kids, oh, I was 13 back then. I was your age, you know. And they're like, oh, whatever, Dad. And they're going, why does the picture look funny? Like, <laughs> it's not in high def. Mm-hmm. I'm going, oh, never mind. Greg Chappell went out to bat facing Bob Willis, no helmet. And I'm going, wow. Like, nowadays he'd be covered in protection and all that. And he just had that. That toothpick of a grey Nick's bat. Now, even when you see the bats today, they look bigger and wider and all that. Just the single scoop. Oh, single scoop. You <laughs> knew you were special great. if you had a single scoop. <laughs> Mate, it looked amazing. Yeah. And he, he, he just made it look so easy. He had a beautiful style. It was an orthodox style. Uh, Bob Willis had an orthodox bowling style, but he came in like a headless chook. He was 100 mile an hour. He was quick. He? Bobby Willis. And, but Chapel had this, yeah, it was, it was a different, Batting style. He used to lean on the bat. It's like he was leaning on the bat. And the it looked bat, like he was going to tilt over. Yeah, and the bat wasn't straight. You know, behind the foot or sort no. of across yep. across the pitch. And Him and John Dyson had a very because he was the other batsman. And so that, Greg Chappell went through a period there where he had eight ducks in, in a, a row. row, and I was saying he's got to be gone. Yeah. And he came out and blew away. Yeah, oh, I forget who it was. Got a century and and started all over again. Uh, he was. It was so graceful when he batted. So Bob Willis charging in, and I'm glad you remember how Bob Willis bowled charging in. 
First delivery, he bowls to to um, Greg Chapel. No helmet. Straight on the front foot, four. Through the covers. It's like, holy cow. And a proper boundary, not one with a rope brought in 80 metres. Mm. Like, hit the fence. Bound, it, was, oh, it was amazing to watch. Jeez, those cricketers were skillful. Remember the Gabby used to have a greyhound truck on the outside? Track. Well, Mark Wall <laughs> said he used to love playing shield cricket there because every now and then the Thursday night dogs would be on. So he'd stay behind, have a few beers and watch the dogs from the dressing room. Sitting in the members. That's not like Mark mm. Waugh. Hey, welcome to the show. 0457 736 736 is our text number tonight. Love to hear uh, where you're texting from and getting involved and listening to the show. Hey, shoot us your name with whatever comments you want to make tonight, uh, as well as uh, how you're listening and where you're from. Um, are, you, are you getting smashed? by this weather up and down the East Coast at the moment, and also inland. Love to hear from you. 0457 736 736. Molly Peak Hill. Guys, I'm going in ladies' soccer game tonight. Two all draw and go the West Tigers in 2022. Thank you, Molly, from Peak Hill for, for your text tonight. Um, our hot topic. We've done this with the 80s. We've done it with the 90s. What's up? <laughs> go, keep going. Well, what are you going to say? Well, we're going 2000s? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, I don't know. This is hard. Uh, when we say 2000s, which sporting stars come to Are we mind? doing 2010s next week or is that? Well, no, it's still the 2000s. Oh, okay. So we don't get to do that one. Okay. No, not till. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. It's decades, isn't it? Mm. So what would that be the 20 teens? I don't know what it's called. Is that the 20 teens? Who do you teens? think of when you think of 2000s? Tom Brady. Yeah. Straight up, yeah. 2001, made his uh, debut in the NFL. Shane Warne. Drew Bledslow went down. Yeah, Shane Warne, of course, played his first dashes in the 80s, didn't he? Yeah, but Was I it? just kind of think, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, my good mate, the GOAT, Cameron Smith. 2000s. Arguably one of the greatest rugby league players to play the game, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Greg sits, Inglis. Sits at the table. Mm. I'm not sure who I think about when I think of the 2000s. Should I scrap it then? No, no, no. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to think the first people that come to mind. I mean, Todd Brady's the most obvious one from a international point of view. From a localized point of view, what about Adam Gilchrist when it comes to cricket? I mean, Gilly, Gilly revolutionised wicketkeeper's role in world cricket, didn't he? In particularly in Test matches. Well, he became an opener. Yeah. Whereas Healy was the first, I believe, is the first batter that could be relied upon and wicketkeeper. We saw Australia so many times when they were down and out and it got to heels batting, what, seven? And he he put on half century. Yeah. So he was the first one to really focus on batting being a, a real attribute of a wicketkeeper as mm-hmm. well. And then Gilchrist took it to another level. So 2000s, we just got a text here from Nathan. He's saying Freddie Fittler in the 2000s. If Freddie retired in 2004. Yeah, but there's still sure 2000. 2004, yeah. But that's still, obviously, that's that's nearly half a half yeah. a decade, Sats, mm. when you think about it. Of course, one of the great sporting moments was your was your tackle in that grand final in 2003. Kathy Freeman, 2000, what, what, Kathy, when you think 2000s, it's got to be, and we, we are, we're talking 2000 to 2010. You think Kathy Freeman. I'm, I'm going to throw up Marion Jones. She won five medals at the Sydney Olympics, 2000, three gold, two bronze. And then 2014, it started to surface that she was taking performance-enhancing drugs. Mm. 
And in 2007, she was sentenced to six months imprisonment. And for me, yeah, I, I love reading a lot of, a lot of, a lot of books, watching a lot of documentaries, and and people that you, a lot of people wouldn't probably try and study as much as the normal landscape would. Um, I looked in a, a lot of uh, Marion Jones's case. So through the 2000s, I I read and watched a lot on Marion Jones. She, I mean, she was just a superstar athlete, mm. superstar, and um, great basketballer as well. And yeah, so that dominated for me from a rugby league point of sense, uh, point of view. In the two thousands, I just think Melbourne Storm. I don't think a player or a person. I think Melbourne Storm in rugby league. Yeah, okay. Mm. Well, that, that, I'll I'll accept that. I'll give you another one, Adam yeah. Goods. But yeah, absolutely. But then again, I I get him lost in decades. I don't know. Yeah, I love my AFL, but I'm not quite but just go sure with me where he dominated. Yeah. Go with go get just go with me on it. What about Leo Barry? Well, that was that was ninety. No, no that, was, that was two thousand five. But that was a moment. Mm-hmm. Are we going to do moments as well? No, did no. we did we think this through? Well, you're the one that throws it up. <laughs> you just think. Hey, by the way, Nathan. I need said, an idea. Listen, Let's just go two thousand. I don't want to listen to your rubbish tonight. Okay. I'm not in the mood. Nathan has sent us a text on oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Uh, he said Freddie played in three grand finals in the two thousand. Two thousand. He played in four. Two thousand. Two thousand and two. Two thousand three. Two thousand and four. Yeah. Mm. Can you and uh, Nathan take this offline and have an argument later? <laughs> we're, we're trying to everyone he won, here. Uh, what do you? He won one out of four. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hey, um, let's talk about um, uh, the hectic cheese today. Putting out that statement, and I don't know our listeners already are getting involved, wanting to talk about Brandon Smith on oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Nick in Newcastle, listening to two HD, says Brandon Smith is incredibly stupid. He would definitely have the lowest IQ in the NRL. Well, that's a bit harsh, but but you're entitled to your opinion. Sats, what did you make of the sorry but not sorry uh, media release put out or statement put out from oh, well, Brandon Smith Well, I don't Smith think you today? would apologise if you then come out and say, I'm not going to change, um, and then sign it off cheese, not Brandon Smith, the uh, the apology. Um, you know, I, the extra... I suppose some of the verses that came from that podcast that got released today was around uh, the drinking culture at Melbourne, um, Cameron Munster and playing cards and taking his money and certain players that have drank a certain amount of alcohol in a short amount of time. You know what? I, I get it that there are some people out there. I do. I really do understand there are a lot of people out there. And, Jace, you're one of them that, that likes the, the transparency and the, the larrikin attitude that, to a certain degree. Yeah, to, and that's probably the important part. It's, it's to a certain degree. I think there is a line that's been drawn in the sand that you just can't cross when it comes to team sports. Uh, I, I felt as though that the stories you were telling, and as, as funny as they are, and it's it lives, a little bit is a, a little bit of a window into the, the soul of, of rugby league and behind the scenes, which the fans love. Documentaries, Tiger Town, uh, the NFL documentaries, the – Tom Brady one that got released last week. It's all behind the scenes, and that's what mm. we love. Mm. We love seeing that. But there are, I think, there are some some areas you just can't cross. And yeah. I think Brandon Smith just unfortunately crossed a, a few of those barriers. But um, what do you think of his apology, though? Was it an apology or not? Oh, well, it was an apology, but it was a again. When there's no use apologising, if you're going to say I'm just going to continue being me, because being me at the moment is not going to get him anywhere. Mm. Um, in relation to what sort of legacy he leaves, I, I don't care whether he—I don't know whether he cares about a legacy. But in saying that, um, 
you know, I feel as though that when he returns to Melbourne Storm, there'll be some people that'll be very disappointed in him. I thought. Imagine that first meeting with Craig Bellamy. Well, just it's not Craig and, Bellamy. And Frank Panisi. It's not Craig Bellamy and Frank Panisi. It's some of the players in your playing group. You know that. that but he didn't rubbish any of the players in the no, playing but group. You're talking about Dale Finucane drinking a bottle of vodka in 30 something minutes. You know? Yeah, dude, that doesn't happen. Like, you know, that shouldn't be public knowledge. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. There's just these and vomiting Tommy, in his shoe. Just these, yeah, and just these little nuances that that mm. that shouldn't have been mentioned. And um, yeah. and that's what I'm disappointed in. Do I want him to be a character? Absolutely. We don't have enough of them in world sport. Even the Nico Hines comments at the end. I don't know if you heard that, where you know apparently Nico Hines's sexuality was questioned, and he makes a comment that supports that. It's like, mate. You're talking about other people. You're talking about people's lives. And can I? You may think it's funny, and I, that I thought that was over the mark as well. Do you know what? I, and and I, then follows I, it up with, "Oh no, he's a great player, though." So, I, oh. I get it that he's in a an environment where it's a podcast, it's a you know, this very important um, and popular podcast to a, a lot of the you know, mainstream sporting fans in rugby league, especially. And I get it that when you get in those situations, I've been guilty of it as well sometimes. Obviously we not, all have. Not crossing the line to this extent, but you, f- you get really relaxed and you think you're just having a conversation, but you're not realising what platform that's going out to and who's getting access, access to that. But not even just that, Sats. A lot of us who don't even have platforms can, depending what company you're in, we, I mean, I'm always getting in trouble off my missus for saying things I shouldn't say. Mm. You know, I always get that, Jackson, whack. It happens to all of us all the time. You've got to... You just got to think about who this is going to affect, and I and I understand. But at the same time, I love the refreshingness of it, if, if that's a word. I love the fact that he just says what he wants to say. But I don't know. It's I, you know I, what, I, I, I'm not sitting on the fence. I like what he does, but he clearly went over the mark. I just I'd like to think he'll learn a, something small. Uh, I thought he would have learned after the after the saga the the white powder gate after the season finished for them. And obviously it hasn't. Um, putting yourself out there, you've got to be prepared to be shot down in sport, unfortunately. It's the mm. world we live in and it hasn't changed for many, many decades. Of course. Um, but with with Brandon, I, I just feel as though that um, going down to Melbourne, I, th- I think he may get a few cold stares yep. initially. Fair enough. What are your thoughts? 0457 736 736. Um, your thoughts on Brandon Smith's comments and, and lack of apology uh, today. I just thought it was a, a sorry, but, you know, not sorry. That's who I am, you know, stiff. 0457 736 736. We're talking about uh, what's the first person or sports person that comes to mind in the 2000s. We've got Clacker mm-hmm. from Chindera. Mm-hmm. And Clacker says Steph Gilmore, seven world championships. There you go. And wow. now, you, now you're on board. Mm. I mean, there's one there for Thorpey. Yeah. 2000. You know, uh, thank you, Hatchman from Ipswich, for that. Uh, Anthony Griffin, Hook, the coach of the Dragons. Uh, he'll be joining us next here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day. Tuesday night, Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews. Badge back on uh, Monday nights from his holiday. I don't know where he's gone. But, uh, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. Nah, 
No. Too he, when he has a holiday. too expensive, he wouldn't have gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't worry, mate. He'd have the receipts if he did go somewhere <laughs> and he'd be claiming those somehow. Mm. He'd be doing some sort of expedition, research expedition. Uh, Tied to catch up one of our favourite coaches in the NRL. In fact, I'd say favourite. He's always very generous with his time. And boy, Sats, hasn't he got some recruits for 2022. I'll let you go through within the St. George Illawarra Dragons head coach, Anthony Hook Griffin, joining us now on Sports Day. G'day, Hook. How are you, guys? Yeah, very good, thank yeah, you. Yeah, really good. Thanks for joining us, uh, Hook. Yeah, as Jay said, you're always giving with your time and and very active in the market through 2021 for 2022 and um, no less than, than nine or ten really good recruits. Um, how, have they all, how have they all settled in? Uh, they're going well at the moment. Um, we're still waiting on uh, the guys from Manly, Moses Suley and Jack Jajeski, and the South guys uh, come back uh, the last week of the playoffs. Um, uh, Sewer and Moga. Um, obviously, they, they all get their time off and they come back at different times. But uh, every, we've got 33 at the moment working, and um, it's going really well, Sats. So going going really well. The new age pre-season training, uh, what we see now, is, as you just alluded to there, Hook, is players returning sporadically based on length of the season, their age, etc. <laughs> How difficult is it to, to get a connection with the group when you've got so many new recruits coming in from all these different cultures? It's, it's a little bit different. Obviously, each year it, it gets a little bit different, as you say, with the, the way things get done these days. But, I mean... Um, yeah, the group we've got together at the moment, we've got Aaron Woods, Frank Marlowe, uh, Moses Umbai, you know, those type of guys that have joined us and they've fitted in really well. They've been they've been excellent. So um, I'm sure the other guys, we've had them in, though, uh, Jack Gojeski was in today actually, so we've had them all in and, um, you know, done a screen of them and had a good chat to them and they're obviously all looking forward to coming back, but yeah. You know, the way the world works now, you, you work in with the players' association and, the, and you know, the, the, I suppose the policy they have these days. And as they come in, um, I'm sure the, the other guys will fit in just as well. I think you've got some tremendous signings and, and well done to yourself. You know, you, you, you've got a great recruitment background yourself uh, with the Melbourne Storm in your early days. But Mo yeah. Zumba, I think, is a great signing. I think you'll get the best, best out of Toto Monga. Uh, Francis Molo is an outstanding signing, as is Jaden Sewer and Moses Suley. Now, Moses Zumbai Hook, what position do you see him in? And so I suppose a two-part question, is Moses Zumbai the player that's got to start embracing that number 14 jersey and how important that can be to a side? That's a really good question, mate. And, and Moses, uh, when I first met him in the middle of the year and had a chat to him, he he actually wants to embrace that role. He, he wants to be that team man that can um, uh, can do a job anywhere that we need him on any given weekend, and whether that be 14 or, or playing, you know, in the spine or, or he's played state of origin at, at centre as well. And to his credit, he he, he uh, he's come to the club with a really selfless attitude and, and basically said, I'll, I'll do whatever I need to do to get into the team. And, that just makes a player like that when he's got an attitude like that so much more valuable because he has a, you know, you know, he's played a lot of top class footy, he's played Origin, he's played in grand finals with the Bulldogs, and um, he was unhappy with the way it went at the West Tigers from his own point of view. He, 
he spoke very well about the club when he left and he, he felt he, he'd lost his way a little bit and didn't blame anyone for that and um, just is looking forward to try and you know, get um, every bit, every bit of um, talent out of himself uh, over the next couple of years. Yeah, he's a tremendous young guy as well. A great family man, a uh, good club man. Now, Jaden Sewer, I think this is a sensational signing. Hook to be quite honest, you, you've always got to have that one lunatic in your in your Ford pack. He's the one that's <laughs> that has that uh, that great controlled aggression. Now, did you have a fair bit to do with him at the at the Broncos as a young kid? I didn't, mate. He was in our academies. I remember. I was talking to him when we when we were having a chat early in the year. I remember going to academy training when I was the head coach and he was 16 or 17 and I could always remember the way he used to hit when they, when they do tackle practice and um, it's always stuck with me and I've followed his career obviously since then. Um, so uh, he was just coming through at the time. He was 17, 16, 17 years old, uh, went into their 20s and ended up at South and he's a great signing for us, he's only 24, uh, he's played a few Origin games now, played a grand final along with Frankie Marlowe who played Origin this year, who's only 27, so they're great pickups for us um, and looking forward to getting them into our pack. Hook, how's Andrew McCulloch's uh, recovery going and how important is he to the leadership of the team? He's going great Jason, he did he actually did his first full uh, conditioning session today. So he's back uh, full training. Uh, he's, he's been doing skills and and being rotated in and out of the uh, different rehab groups. But today he, he peeled off his first session. He's a great leader. His experience is invaluable, obviously. Um, again, another guy that played Origin last year and... Um, uh, the guys just love playing with him. Mac is one of those guys that everyone want, you know, want to play with, and um, you know, part of that, as you mentioned, is because of the way he leads on and off the field. So uh, we're really happy that he's back. Um, when he did his ankle against Penrith, it, uh, it was it was a really bad um, bad breaking or bad surgery he had to have. So we were had our fingers crossed, but he's back and uh, he looked really good today. It's always important, isn't it, Hook, to get that balance between youth and experience. Do you feel as though you're, you're nearly there? Yeah, we're getting there. Um, we've got uh, yeah, our share of young guys coming through, but uh, as you know, Sats, it's when you've got good young players, you want them playing in a really strong, stable side so uh, you know they don't get as exposed as what they might if, you know, if they're... Um, you know, if they're in a side that's not so strong. So, we, you know, part of our strategy and the way we're building our list is also to make sure that our young juniors, when they come through, um, get a, as smooth a ride as possible so that they can, you know, fulfil their potential. And um, So we've had a focus on making sure we got a lot of the guys we've just spoken about so that, you know, Amone and Sloan and Sullivan and Ramsey and those type of guys... Um, you know, get to play with a team that can protect them and also put them in positions where they can use their talent. So um, we've been really strategic and patient with that over the last year uh, about the people we bring into the club. Um, and, you know, we've got a couple of old blokes you haven't spoken about yet in, you know, uh, Georgie Burgess and Aaron Woods that um, are at the you know, different end of their careers but are really desperate, you know, to finish their careers off well and 
that's why they've come to our club because they're excited about the you know what they see and the younger guys that are coming through. You, you mentioned George Burgess, who's come back from that hip injury, coming back from the Wigan Wigan Warriors. Um, if you we got a lot of Dragons listeners hook, and we get constant questions about the Dragons. How how's that hip yeah. hip surgery? Um, how's that played out now that he's in recovery? He's going really well. Uh, we we did a lot of research into that. Obviously, it's a it's a it's a, still a pretty rare surgery uh, in England. They've done a fair um, a fair few of them. They've got a couple of rugby union players that play at the top level that have had the same surgery uh, in the professional top over there, and, and both forwards. Um, so our staff spoke to the surgeon and the physiotherapist over there, and they did all. You know, George's and the other guys. I just spoke about their surgeries, and we, re, you know, researched their recovery and and um, what we needed to do for him before we took him on. And uh, he's going really well now. Again, uh, he's nearly back into full training. He looks great. He's um, in really good shape. Uh, he's still got a little bit of weight to to strip off, which will, which um, will come off as he as he gets more mobile and does more running, but. He's on target to um, play in our trial of Mudgee against our Sydney, and he's, he's got that one circled on the calendar <laughs> because as he keeps telling everybody, he, he wants to play against Tom and, and show everyone who the best twin is. So uh, <laughs> he's, he's on target, mate. He's training well. He's almost back to full training. He does all our contact. Um, uh, you know, he, he mod- we modify his conditioning work a little bit, but apart from that, He's full weights, uh, full contact and um, full skills, so he's looking good. Hook, have you got a skipper in mind for 2022 yet? Yeah, Ben Hunt. I uh, thought he did a great job last year. It was just a shame he only got to play. I think it was 14 or 15 games. He had a, uh, he had a couple of long stints out with injury, particularly in the back end of the year, but uh, he was sensational for us last year. Mm in his first year as captain, you know, both his form and um, and the way he, he, he took on the role. Um, he, he'll be better for that experience too. It was, was quite beneficial in a way, even though we would have loved him out there at the back end of the year. He spent the last six or seven weeks of that season having a look at the uh, the team and the, and the way we played. And, you know, from, a, I suppose, a staff point of view, sitting with us watching the game, so... Uh, he learned a lot from that as well. But um, he, he's, he was a great leader for us last year and he, he, he'll do a good job for us this year, I'm sure. Now, the battle for the number one jersey hook, Ramsey v Sloan. Now, does young Sloan get the jump with his back of uh, his end of season attacking form? Uh, we've just given them both every opportunity, uh, Sats. Um, we've taken a real. Uh, hands-on approach with both of them by, and the assistant coaches are working really closely with them because we've got to fast-track them. They're both early in their careers. Uh, bear in mind, we've also got Moses on by that can play fullback as well. Um, so those three guys are sharing the reps there, but uh, those two guys are obviously our future, uh, Ramsey and Sloan, and different types of players but exceptional talents. Um, so we're We'll let them uh, duke it out, mate. And um, <laughs> both of them can play wing, wing as well. Um, they're both putting really good uh, size on. They're going to be a lot more physical. They're both up around the 90 kilo now. They played last year at the sort of 
lower to mid 80s. Um, but they're, they're both really good talents, and um, we're working really hard with them, and they're, they're really taking it on board as well. And as, as far as um, an education, uh, fullback's just such a, a different position now than what it was, you know, even five years ago or ten years ago. It's a real uh, key to your spine, both attack and defence. So we're, we're trying to fast-track that education for them. Now, your recruitment, your eye for, for a good talent hook has always been there from a, a very young age when you decided to go into rugby league at, at, the, at the senior level. And, and once upon a you know, every now and then you get a, you get a diamond in the rough and you get this young 5'8 by the name of Junior Amone, still only 19 years of age. He doesn't turn 20 till April next year. Is he, a, is he a kid that you don't want to put too much pressure on, but you're equally excited to coach a, a player with this much talent? Oh, he's a special talent, Sats. Yeah, I think everyone saw that last year. And, uh, uh, you know, again, you don't want to talk about too much, but the thing about Junior, he's got that, that thing you can't explain. He's just got that presence about him, even at a younger age. He, at 19, he came straight out of the SG ball to his London. I think we played Canterbury and he scored a try in his first first game. He, he backed up up the middle of the field, but... He's got a lot of work to do, but he has that he has that class and that presence about him. Um, the way he trains, the way he moves, and you know, as does uh, another boy we've just re-signed on a long-term deal, Jaden Sullivan. Mm. Um, different different types of players, but Sully's uh, a more like skillful, electric type half, and Junior's that bigger. Uh, you know, can can uh, take the light off himself and his footwork and strength. So both different types of players, but uh, both exciting prospects for us. Mm. Now, probably the most important question I'll ask you, um, and it's got nothing to do with rugby league hook, <laughs> is that when the borders open back up for for the Southerners <laughs> to go to Queensland, if there are Southerners that are going to go to your hometown of Rockhampton, where would be yeah. the best watering hole to visit? Oh dear, I got to think of. I've got any mates up there with pubs to start with. <laughs> uh, My favourite's the Criterion, so... Yeah, the Criterion's the good one. And, uh, I don't know if Ray Fenland's still got the Cambridge, but uh, the Fenland's are good people. The Cambridge was always a good place to have a beer. But uh, probably the Criterion, yeah, that's a, on the on the river there, great place. Um Sounds yeah, like sounds uh, like you're doing an ad hook for the for the pub. Did you, <laughs> did you get back up there at all uh, at the end of the season uh, since you were in Queensland? I did. I ducked up quickly to see my mum and dad. They're, they're both in their nineties, and oh, wow. I don't get to see them that much. And uh, particularly over the last couple of years with COVID, obviously. But uh, when we finished, uh, I ducked up there for three or four days, and I'll get up there for a couple of days over Christmas. I'm spending Christmas in Brisbane this year. Uh, with my wife's family, but in between, I'll um, I'll, I'll get up there quickly overnight and say hello to them again. But yeah, you couldn't go wrong with the criterion, sir. <laughs> do, do you enjoy getting back to Rocky Hook just to relax and just be around family and friends? Yeah, I love Rocky. Jason's always home for me. You know, obviously been around a bit Melbourne and Sydney and Brisbane, but um, uh, whenever I drive or fly in there, it, it's always home. I still got a lot of family up there, and um, we had a great childhood, you know, which, like a lot of country kids, was was built around, you know, rugby league and cricket, and um, in 
lived in a small country town. It was uh, it was just a great place to grow up. So uh, uh, whenever I get a chance to get there, I, I make sure I do. Well, oh. Brown Park, the local rugby league ground there, Jase. Yeah, the best steak sandwich in the world. You, you claim this all the time. <laughs> the best steak sandwich in the world. Uh, good on you. Yeah, uh, it, was good. it was great. We got a few games up there, yeah. wasn't it? it was, yeah, it was great. It was just great for, for those towns. That was one of the, the pluses about COVID was those little towns Ty and Rocky got to see, you know, four or five NRL games. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Let's hope we have a, a COVID-free season this year, mate, and you can just, you know, live at home and, and do normal things, which I'm sure helps with the, the team environment as well. Uh, Anthony Griffin, uh, head coach of the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Thanks for your time. We always appreciate it on Sports Day. No worries, guys. Anytime. Great Blake Hook. Um, should catch up with him over Christmas, mate. See if he'll buy us a steak. He's a good guy, Hook. He is a very, very good, good guy. guy. Good luck to St. George season 2022. Jeez, it got some good names. Absolutely. Yeah, the exciting part about the Dragons and Dragons fans, it's always a long game with Anthony Griffin. You've got to give him time because he's so good at cultivating good young players and transferring them into first grade. Yeah, look at Penrith. Yeah, exactly. He's really good at doing that. He did it at Melbourne as a recruitment officer. He's doing it at the Brisbane Broncos. Um, I think he'll do it at the Dragons. I forgot to mention the the time I had a hamburger. I interviewed him at Bathurst on the sidelines. That's unprofessional. Which asking Please him don't again? remind him okay. about that. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, you brought up a steak sandwich. Why can't I bring up a hamburger? This is Sports Day at the all new Kia Sportage. It's been unleashed. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Uh, so, have we tonight? Welcome back to Sports Day. You've got Sats and Jace here for your Tuesday night. Uh, 0457 736 736. Send us through a text message. Tell us where you're from, how you're listening, and give us your views on a couple of things tonight. Great. Dragons fans. Yeah. Are you confident? Yeah. They're, they're being positioned as, I think they're the. I think they're, they're odds at the moment to win the wooden spoon. I think they're the favourite to win the wooden spoon, or no. to at least they're the least favourite to win the world, to win the premiership. And I can't see that. I what's the difference between favourite to win the wooden spoon or least favourite win the premiership? I don't know. But um, keep going. I'll find out for you. But I just know how good of a coach he is. I know how good he is at cultivating young mm. players in the first graders, and and if he's got some players that like good old fashioned. Hard work as a sportsman. Uh, he'll get success there. And Tim the Toolman says, one of the best blokes on earth, Hook is. Great interview, boys. Yeah, Thank uh, you, Tim, mate. he is a tremendous guy. Um, and in relation to um, in relation to Coach Griffin as well, uh, Dragon Dragons win. Oh, so regards Will. I really enjoyed the Dragons update from the man who knows. I uh, really think it's amazing. He mentioned Ben Hunt for hooker. Coach Griffin is completely in control. Great interview, fellas. Uh, thanks very much. Yeah, he's a good man. Yeah, thank you. Now, um, and in relation to young hookers, and we're talking about hookers at, and the depth at the Dragons, got a lot of good depth. Uh, Brandon, this this guy is claiming he's a Brandon Smith clone. Make sure you, you put your name to these text messages. Sats, do yourself a favour and look at Navarro Doyle. I, I've watched a lot of him, actually. I uh, saw him at the Dragons a month or so ago. Uh, he went to school in Auckland. And he's, a, he's another hooker. Very exciting young player, actually. Actually, Satsy right, 51-1, to 1, mm. St. George Illawarra Dragons. They are the least favoured to win the premiership next yeah. year. Yeah. 
Now, one of the questions uh, Woogie asked tonight was, uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about the 2000s? Sports stars. Sports stars. And uh, here is uh, great sporting moments in 2000, 2005. No, sports stars. Yeah, and no, I'm just reading this out. They can, the listeners can add in whatever they like. It don't have to be a dictator. No, that's not what you said off air. 2000 to 2005, Sydney teams winning grand finals, the West Tigers and Sydney Swans. Yes. Peter from Maryland's listening on the Super Radio Network. Thanks, Pete. Well done, mate. Thank you, Super Radio Network. And um, in relation to uh, some of the great sports people through the 2000s, I think in Kelly Slater. Yes. Yeah, he won 11 world championships, five of them. I think it was five, yeah, through the, through the 2000s. Well, what about Parco? Parco? Joel Parkinson? Mm-hmm. He won a few. He did. All right, what else you got? There's a lot about uh, Brandon Smith, which we're going to get on to um, – Really soon's uh, 2000s, the greatest mayor ever, Maccabi Diva, Aussie from Mudgee. Yeah, Maccabi Diva. 2003, yeah. 2004, 2005. Yeah, that's a, that's a very, very good call. Amazing. Yep, yep. Ne- that'll never happen again. Will we, nah, we've had a few from Maccabi Diva too, haven't we? Yeah. Now, Mark from Prairie Wood says 2000s hero, Michael Schumacher. Yep, here, here. What did he win? He won. Oh. He won a fair few, didn't he, in a row? Yeah, absolutely. Four or five in a row. Yep. Yeah, there we go. Michael Schumacher would be my sportsman. This is uh, Jason se- from Maroochydore listening on the app. Won five world titles in a row. Yep. Yeah, amazing. Oh, that's a good call as well. Jeez. So it, it, um, we're talking 2000 to 2010. You go, wow, this seems like an age ago, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Sporty Gav, always great with his uh, his input. Hi, Sats and Jace. Uh, players that come into mind in the noughties. Uh, Andrew Johns. Matthew Hayden, Ian oh, Thorpe, yes. Michael Phelps. Yep, 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 yep. Superstar. Yep, yep. And Tiger Woods. Of course. Yeah, listening to Tiger. us from 2HD, Sporty Gav. Righty, okay. keep, keep your texts coming through 0457 736 736. We're going to get to a lot of your Brandon Smith text messages. We certainly well. will. We've got to go to a break. When we come back, uh, Chris Nelson joins us with the Racing Queensland update. Also got some uh, weather for you as well around the country. Next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. Uh, he's the new weather guy on the block, Chris Nelson. Uh, wow, a lot of rain around southeast Queensland today. More to come. Where does that leave us for racing tomorrow? Well, uh, an inspection of the track uh, this afternoon at Doombin. We'll see what comes out of that. So watch this space. There could be some changes to tomorrow's meeting, of course, which features uh, a listed race, the Recognition Stakes, Jase, which was held over, of course, from... A rain-soaked Gold Coast abandoned meeting last Saturday. So just see what happens uh, tonight and into the morning regarding uh, tomorrow's meeting at Doombin. Uh, Doombin is, of course, the place where we're racing Saturday as well. So we don't want too much rain. And we've got a a feature race there, the George Moore. uh, is a Group 3 race that features some very smart horses indeed. Some we know well, the Harovian probably, Alligator Blood, Tambo's Mate, Baller, Zoo Style, Shooting for Gold. We own a smart one. That is a crackerjack field. That's a great, one, so that's we'll a great to horse see. too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's great. Yeah. So uh, we'll wait to see. Yep. Okay. What else is happening? Uh, what else did I have here? Bailey Notif. He's been off the scene for a few weeks now. Just uh, took a few weeks off to get his weight back right again. He did the same thing last year. 
He will return to the saddle next Wednesday at Ipswich. So tomorrow week, Bailey will be back. And, Jace, I know you love your greyhounds, don't you? I love my dish lickers, yes. Okay, well, this weekend at Capella Bar, it's the heat of the Tab National Straight, Cha- Straight, I'll get this right, Straight Track Championships. There's a lot of funny words in there. Straight <laughs> Track Championships. Try saying that uh, so. Capella Bar. Oh, tell me about it. I can't. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Capella Bar on Sunday. Uh, Richmond in New South Wales on Saturday. Hillsville. Uh, and then we've got uh, South Australia have theirs at Murray Bridge on Tuesday. The final will be at Capella Bar on the 19th of December. at Sunday the 19th. 25000 to the winner, Jase. Not bad money at all. Yeah, not bad at all. Hey, Chris, what's the longest, uh, say, Capella Bar, what's the longest uh, race when you've just got straight racing? Uh, I would think it would be these because there's only these four tracks that I know of that have the straight No, that's no, what I'm saying. Like how many how many metres, sorry? Is it 300 oh, and something well, metres? Is that all or what? Yep. The Capella Bar one is 366 metres. Right. Um, Murray Bridge, 350. Hillsville, 350. And Richmond, 324. So Capella Bar looks to be the longer of these. There you go. Chris Nelson, he is across everything. Don't ever doubt him or question him again. Well, it's yes, normally me doing right. that. Uh, the Tab Queensland Summer <laughs> Racing Carnival has arrived, uh, and so is the rain. Head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Mm. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We'll chat uh, Thursday. Chris O. I'll look forward to that, Jase. Hopefully we can find a winner for the weekend. Hopefully the rain stops by then. Yeah, that'll be nice. Rightio, uh, time to get into our weather for New Farm Australian through and through. A uh, record rainfalls across New South Wales for several areas, uh, Sats, uh, throughout the month of November. Uh, Bathurst. Big numbers. 242.4 millimetres, 164-year record, that. Orange, 307 mils. Gunnedah, and we know how bad Gunnedah was uh, last week, and g'day to our listeners through 2MO there, 304.8 millimetres. Walgett, 184 metres, uh, millimetres, I should say, not metres. Uh, Pooncary, where's Pooncary? Keep going. Uh, 146.1 millimetres, mm. and Burrenjuk Dam. At 224.8 millimetres, it's been a record month of rain. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through, yeah, and there's more weather to come. Southwest New South Wales. Oh, there you go. Down near the border. There you go, nice. 0457 736 736. Lots of texts coming through tonight, Sats, about everything, but uh, in particular Brandon Smith. Yeah, there are a lot about Brandon Smith. Also, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about the 2000s and... Mickey T from Newcastle, 2HD, Phil the Power Taylor, seven-time darts world champion in that decade. Take Uh, the darts off him. You don't know who he is. Now, social, that's the the moniker for this text. Jason Satz, Smith needs to be careful with his rock star persona. uh, persona. People love his zany stuff, but they can go off you quite quick Aussies. Will chop you down if you start biting the hand that feeds you. Reminds me of Willie Mason in the 90s who just said what he thought had cult following, but people can get a bit sick of it. Yeah, yeah. and that was before social media too. Rightio, this is Sports Day. The all-new redesigned Kia Sportage medium SUV has been unleashed. Find out more at kia.com forward slash au. Let's get to a break. When we come back, uh, Adam Peacock uh, previews the Matildas tonight against the USA. You know what I mean. 
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.